0: We we the the <laughs> everybody
1: can hear us from the toilet. <laughs> yeah. I don't want
0: us
1: over the rest. Of I think you guys
0: might need Still to. the basketball hoop out there. Maybe come forward
2: a little bit. I think, particularly Brandon. I'm, I don't know how that's going to well, work Why with... are you sitting there? Because you're not even talking. <laughs> You've got prime, prime microphone spot. Are you? <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yeah. You are talking, aren't you? Yeah. yeah of okay. course Damn right I am.
0: She's got a this lot is, to say. This is this is how she
3: gets the call up onto the podcast, having me on it. So, you're welcome Emma Finally living you're your dreams You're welcome Mrs Morris Living your dreams through me
1: You are listening to the JCN Clinic Podcast The JCN Clinic Podcast is a place where nutritionalists Jessica Cox and Carissa Mason get real about nutrition and living a healthy life they share with you their passion and their clinical knowledge for a fun no BS approach to looking after yourself. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and iTunes.
2: Hi everyone Psych. and welcome to the JCN Clinic <laughs> Podcast Show. I'm Jessica. I'm Carissa. And the room is quite crowded today with the most people we've ever had, five of us. Mm. Um, it's a bit of a special one. We've brought the boys in. We did talk about this last time. I think yeah. we gave a bit of a heads up. So we've brought the boys in to talk about their journey in inverted commas <laughs> from a gut point of view. Never Drag them in, mm-hmm. <laughs> and hopefully we're going to get through today without anyone wearing a, a um, pen. Is there any pens around? Pens in the eye? Or stab- oh, I'm just thinking about stabbing implements.
3: <laughs> oh, we just heard Carissa cut her nails. So it's a start. It's
2: a start. <laughs> You don't of the weapons anymore. Yeah. So we're going to try doesn't. and um, keep some form of format to this without <laughs> getting out of control. So we do have a list of questions that we'd like to go through. Yeah. And I thought that it would make sense to start with getting the guys to share a little bit of their backgrounds. The guys are just yeah. for the
4: people who oh. don't actually know.
2: <laughs> 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 we, yeah, we just brought two random guys. I was
3: leading
2: <laughs> yeah. to that.
3: Shopping. We we're shopping in Country Road. <laughs> just the last time upstairs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's getting there. We have my husband, Damien. That's me. Hello. And we have Brandon, Emma's husband. Hello. We also have Emma. (laughs) (laughs) Hello.
1: He's making up
2: the five.
3: And we've uh, we've both just waved into the microphone, so that's a (laughs) good (laughs) start.
2: Sorry, guys, forgot to actually introduce you properly. All right. So what I wanted to do to start with was, and this is going to be interesting in itself, is to get you guys to talk about... I guess in a way, it's kind of maybe health issues, whether it was prior to meeting us in particular, or whether you felt like there were any health issues is going to be the interesting one. So I'm not sure who wants to start, but basically, I guess I want to know whether you had any concerns from a health point of view, maybe you didn't have any concerns, but um, I'd love to know if there was something and whether that was there before you actually started being around us and hearing <laughs> a lot about health, or whether it wasn't even something you are aware of until we started saying, you've got a problem. Until so I don't know who would like to start, Ubud, maybe. I'll start. Yeah, you go in first. Um, health issues. Did I have any health issues? But please talk into the microphone. Oh, yeah, true.
1: Um, <laughs> I was brought up in a family with meat and three veg, so I thought that was pretty much what everybody ate um i remember when they dumped our local hospital and put a mcdonald's on it and i thought that was the best thing ever <laughs> because it was such a novelty and it was so good to have so i guess there was a little inkling towards having takeaways anytime that i could but moved to aussie um when i was probably early 20s hit the gold coast and partied really 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 hard um Lots more takeaways, but I mean, I, I did have a basic understanding of what good food was. It is still pretty loud. I can see it showing up on the little little machine over there. Um, and I thought I was pretty healthy. Like honestly, I really did. Um, I ended up. I think just before I met Jess, I was on a more of a vegetarian diet, and I thought of a good vegetarian diet was as it was, was just eating salads. That's it, actually. And carbs? Much, Did you eat,
4: like, lots of carbs Yeah, as well? a little bit of
1: carbs, but honestly, Not mostly really. just salads. Really? And, and maybe really. a little bit of seafood, but I don't like fish as a rule, so I was just having prawns, basically, and, and salad, and that was it. Living so, a high life. Yeah, really? and <laughs> drinking a shitload of wine as well. So, <laughs> Real high life. So, yeah, it was really, really good. <laughs> My granddad saw me at, like, probably, you know, six months before I met Jess, and he nearly had a coronary. He owned a pharmacy, and he said, shit you really, really have to start eating because you're so underweight. But I hadn't looked at it, and I didn't think I was. But the reality was I was, what, and wet, I think, probably 50... Two kgs, maybe oh, that. Was it was pretty bad. F. And and I thought I looked good because, <laughs> I, because the I was brown and you could see my ass. Shredded. Yeah, totally. Like everything was just like sticking out. Really,
0: really good. It was. I should have had a bulging belly. So vascular.
1: It was so bad. But I didn't think it was. My granddad was the first person to highlight that. So then when I met Jess and She said to me, Shit, you know. I'm going to fatten
3: you up. The first thing
1: we need to do (laughs) is put some weight on you. But, you know, as far as how I felt beforehand or how I looked beforehand, massively, massively underweight. Um, I think I had had really dry skin because I was doing a lot of dairy products. I loved, was obsessed by cheese and booze. As well, you know, mm-hmm. living the Gold Coast dream, just getting trashed and eating and, cheese and, eating cheese <laughs> and salads <laughs> and looking really bad. And then I'd eat takeaways all the time. And a typical, let's not forget, a tradie. Yeah. So I was doing the um, the typical tradie thing of no breakfast, late lunch, and if, the, if it was a late lunch, it was probably takeaways anyway, and then come home and have a late salad.
4: followed with beers.
1: Yeah. And wine. Mostly wine. wine. Yeah.
3: Wow. And a
1: lot of it. So that's my sort of background to how I was before mm-hmm. I met Jess anyway. She so you
0: changed your life. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the better. She's, she's still trying to.
3: <laughs> but now it's your turn. I oh, know. great. Move um, the microwave, the microwave. Well, wouldn't mind moving to the, the Gold Coast, though. to be honest, <laughs> yeah. after hearing that, right? <laughs> um, no. I'll, but for me, I guess i uh, I've always considered that I did eat relatively healthy. Um, it was until I met Emma that I found out that that was quite the opposite and I had all these health concerns that I suddenly became aware of. Which, is, no. which you didn't which actually happen no. in the first no. place, right? Do you know but, what? I um, think we should
0: tell people that what you do for a living.
3: Oh, well, I'm, so I'm a personal trainer um, and I've been, been that for 10 years. So I've been in the health industry um, as well as always played high-level sport growing up. So I do did have a basic understanding, I guess, of just, you know, your basic macronutrients and I'd eat, um, I'd cook all my food, I never, I guess I'd had takeout, but more on that treat or cheat meal sort of ideology. Um, but I guess for me, it was probably more um, alcohol as well. So I wasn't uh, opposed to, I guess, you know, going through gut treatment on the basis that. I guess looking back, and a lot of people probably relate. Is since eighteen, I've probably had alcohol in some form. You know, every weekend, just for the last ten years. Um, I don't go as hard as what I used to. <laughs> yeah. But I, looking I, at everybody's yeah. eyes in this room, yeah, and they're all just, yeah. but yeah. yeah, it was just more. I could probably count the weekends on uh, on two hands that I hadn't had any drinks, rather than mm. you know just a social setting with friends having dinner and drinks and. Just look, well, it was a good chance to maybe um, clean up. You probably don't like the word cleanse or detox, but that little bit of a a detox from that. Um, And just to feel, I guess, you don't know that you feel different unless you do it and then sort of look back and compare as well. So I'd always been my idea of healthy, but I guess that was a little tweak that I was looking forward to, to seeing some differences.
0: And there was a time where you were eating like... What we eating? Just like rice and broccoli. Oh, oh yeah,
3: chickily. Chickily, that <laughs> and that's in plastic containers. And that's when I was probably in the best shape of my life, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> once again, you're <Yeah>. right? <laughs> that's right. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was eating I was. six eggs in the morning. <laughs> oh. Chicken broccoli and rice for lunch. Chicken broccoli and rice for afternoon tea. Chicken broccoli rice, <laughs> maybe with a bit of soy sauce at dinner, just to mix things up. That's such
2: a PG diet. So stereotype. yeah. Well, <laughs>
3: it was just you know, I guess I, I don't have the um creativity to to mix up my recipes mm. and uh try different foods and how they go together and whatnot, which Emma thankfully has just whoop, opened my eyes up to. Yes. In the good way. <laughs> 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 oh,
2: cool. So did either of you guys have any understanding of gut health prior to meeting us or have anything to do with us I guess so is a really interesting concept like did you have any understanding of what you eat and how it affects you systemically
1: for me no not really at yeah. all I hadn't I would really thought about it I was just more interested in the alcohol that I was putting into my system to be honest the um <laughs> I guess I always thought that I had a cast iron stomach because I could eat yeah. anything. I I was realistically I wasn't sick very often at all, and I felt like I could just eat anything without any sort of. Problem. I only had, ever had food poisoning once, and that's. As I told Jess, it's because I stuck a McDonald's burger on top of the shower for a week and went, went back and ate it after. But you got to remember, McDonald's was 200Ks away, so I, want, I had two burgers. I thought I'll save that one for later. I forgot about I'll it. Show so I'll shower with and it, let water and just, mold
4: grow
1: with it for a week. Nothing grows on a McDonald's That's burger. That's
4: true. Oh it's in the cargo. it's
1: Yeah, so I ate it and... Man, was it? anyway. That's a whole nother story. But that's the only time that I ever really got <laughs> sick through food. So no, Such I, I had thought I had zero problems.
2: They used to drive. Side note: They used to drive from Invercargill to Dunedin to go to the yeah. McDonald's because there wasn't one in Invercargill. And how far is it to Dunedin? Yeah, two hundred
1: kilometres yeah. to drive. Yep, it was, it was, go it was called McDonald's. going to get a burger. You know, you get loaded, <laughs> you get
3: pissed,
2: and you just, was
1: go,
3: just go get it. Worth barricade. every kilometre.
1: Yeah,
3: sure. yeah. <laughs> Horrid. Um Yeah, no. Well, similar to Damo, actually, I. Um, I guess I gauge my health as having a sick day, which I never have really had a sick day. I'd, you know, have have uh, feel fine, energy wise, and all that as well every morning. Um, but I guess what was really the question again? Did you oh, you gut health, Gut health before you <laughs> met no. me. Um, and and the yeah answer is no. Not until I did meet Emma. Um, and it's a bit funny because I am in the health industry, and it was more focused on clean eating um, and, you know, obviously calorie counting and macronutrient balance, which is all fundamentals of it, I guess, as well. But even uh, probably the last couple of years, I've even seen just gut health research, um, you know, throughout Facebook and whatnot away from Emma too. Mm-hmm. So I can see I can see um, that it's getting a bit more light now and, and people are taking, a, you know, a bit more interest mm-hmm. of it. Um, and that's myself included within the industry. So I'd hate to see... <laughs> those listening at home that, you know, haven't sort of looked into it or um, or have any knowledge around it.
1: Yeah. The thing is, you know, and also you've got youth on your side, you've got, you know, the candor of youth, you're, you're really not too worried about what you're sticking in your stomach at this point. Anyway, yeah. most people, because you think you're, well, for guys anyway, mm. you think yeah. you're invincible and whatever you're putting in. You're not seeing such a reaction, me being a fair bit older now. I mean, I used to be quite pretty. <laughs> but, but, and, but now it's I'm realising i am pretty skinny. <laughs> so I'm still quite pretty. I'm just put a bit more weight on. But yeah, the, the reality is yeah, that as you get older as well, you really yeah. got to start. And that's when I started noticing, okay, little things are starting to change. I'm the, the things that were so small, like a little bit of dry skin on, you know, on, under your eyes or on the back of your neck or even in your hair or whatever, was just slowly getting worse and worse and worse. So I was pumping mm. more booze in mm. and stuff. I wasn't holding up to it as well as I was before. So couldn't
4: back it up the next day.
2: <laughs> no, all of those things. I those think it's really – what you said is really important too and I think one of the reasons I want to do this as a show is that guys generally don't really think about this stuff as much as women. Oh. Like women are so much more conscious, particularly even the things you just said, right? They're more physical things, exterior things, and women are way more hung up on how they look, whether they're mm. bloated, yeah. whether they've got skin issues. But for guys – It's young in particular, but even as they get older, they're way more inclined just to just be like, ah, it's just the way I am, Mm, you mm. know, and we're just, (laughs) this is about going, well, no, actually, it's not just the Mm. way you are, there's things that you can do, Mm. which I remember was one of our, I don't know if you remember, one of our like heated discussions earlier on about you with your weight was you were saying to me, like, I just, you know, this is just how I am. I can't put on weight. It's hmm. just the way I am. And I, I remember vividly sitting in a car park with you and I'd be like, no, if you let me do what I know you need to do, oh, yeah. I know that I can put weight on you. And you were so frustrated at me because you're like, no, it's just how I am. Yeah,
1: I
3: smiled
2: and yeah.
1: agreed, but I didn't do it.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is quite
1: yeah. a base yeah. of our relationship.
3: Really. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got a sore neck from over the years of having a not- long <laughs> car over next week
4: (laughs) oh god so that kind of leads us into our next question then which is probably backs off this part quite perfectly so even though of late you guys have done um, some gut testing like that we talk about in the clinic all the time and you've done a, a bit of a gut treatment protocol but prior to that and the amazing formative years of marriage and relationships like what sorts of changes did you start to notice like things that you probably weren't expecting but just in terms of a-brain and maybe diversifying your food more and Damien having the best damn cook in the world living with you. <laughs> like just little other sorts of changes you might have noticed in your health, just in terms of A, being a tradie, personal trainer, energy, those yeah. sorts of things. Was there any other little things just with subtle changes with food, lifestyle, before they really got their claws in and locked you down to doing oh gut testing yeah. that you guys noticed changes in?
1: going
3: you want to go first on this one? Nice. Yeah, love to. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, – I guess that that was it, more the diversity of different um, different foods, but more, uh, and anyone that follows Emma, or I guess even you two on socials, is just more the, uh, the reasoning why whilst, whilst you do have certain foods, and why you balance them up with different foods as well. Um, and just, you know, things like, okay, well, we have sauerkraut, for example, to work on a certain hormone or, or you, no. know. Well, <laughs> you know the yeah, that's it. But there's there's a certain reason why I've caught him well. I've, yeah, yeah, I've obviously listened hard. <laughs> um but Oh we, you guys are laughing, I'm on with you yeah. actually. I'm like, yeah, Jamie's that
2: works. Like, for yeah, me. Hormones. Well, that's yeah, that's You
3: exactly. I mean. will usually I've finished my meal by the time Emma's <laughs> writing the uh the Instagram post to go with it, so I don't really retain the info. But um but probably just the variety of it and just to let everyone know, I uh, I can fend for myself in the kitchen as well. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, but, you she, don't. Uh, but she, I just know she enjoys. <laughs> <for that reason. laughs> yes, I'm so you know, with you on this. You wouldn't, you wouldn't take I'm a so toy ridiculous. away from a kid and just watch them suffer, <laughs> would you? So, it's so much the same in our house. I'm happy to so do the so cooking, true. but. Emma just knows well, to this be is honest, better for our health, right so you know I'm going to just go <laughs> To be
0: honest, I do enjoy cooking, yes. And I, I get scalded if I cook. I prefer to cook because Bran doesn't season anything. So he <laughs> so just has rice and broccoli. He just has love You just love want you, the natural flavour of the food yeah, you to jump do. out. You've
3: got soy sauce in it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Well, now we use tamarind sauce. <laughs> Tamari. <is> right. Tamari. <laughs> just getting better. Just learning these. That's, see, I'm not allowed in the kitchen. That's why I don't know these names. But I guess back to uh, oh seriousness, um, just, yeah, different foods that we have that I would have never tried, to be honest. Um, tempeh is one that I actually really enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm. So well, any, that's more of a recent
3: Yeah, but to go back to the question, I wouldn't have tried the diversity of food if you hadn't exposed me to it. And there's some... Sometimes, yes, I listen to it, sometimes I don't, but there's a reason why we have you know the balance of foods in our house um, and I'll just let the girls that are pro on that explain that <laughs> rather than me. <laughs> yep, yep. So
1: mine more so was, I think, some of the things that were for me that just sort of brought on board and, and things that I noticed changes in were um, having breakfast for a start it, it wasn't even so much as what I was having for breakfast, so I know that that was a hell of a slug because I didn't really want to have anything. Um, and then, so that gave me, I guess, was the question based around changes that you brought on?
2: Changes you saw after being with me yeah, after exactly, X amount of time Particularly at the starters. is Obviously, exactly. my... Dietary ways started yeah, to rub off on you Exactly little things
1: that so, you were seeing. So first of all, you know, being forced to have breakfast. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it was, wasn't so much forced, it was a bribery because it was if you have breakfast or there was a, oh, that's there right, was, I'll cook there? more dinner. I'll cook dinners for you, and which was along the same lines of if you join up to a gym, which was a little bit oh, later God. on, oh, I will right. make lunches for you. So you were making breakfast for me in order for me to have breakfast, and then you would make lunches for me if I would go to gym, and you were practically making dinners as well, so I had it completely sorted, as far as I was concerned. All I had to do was pour the wine at the end of the night, and then you stopped drinking, which I've still never gotten over. (laughs) Um, So, first of all, breakfast. um, Balance. Balanced out my energy during the day, which I'd never had. I was dead by um, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I was screwed. See, you you being a personal trainer, you probably, I mean, you had your carbohydrates and stuff that would have kept you going a lot more during the day whereas I I was just having nothing and then having you know rabbit food for lunch or whatever so first of all energy things started clearing up as far as the dry skin a little bit as well but I guess mostly just the energy oh and of course much to my disgust I did start putting weight on (laughs) And I honestly, genuinely can 100% promise you that at that point, I had it, as Jess said before, in my head, Mm. there is no fucking way that I (laughs) am going to put weight on 100%. I I just, I knew I couldn't. Like, I'm I'm not joking. I actually Mm. knew I couldn't put weight on. That's how I felt in my Mm -hmm. brain. And when it was small steps and felt so sick, so many nights going to bed with a protein shake, like ten minutes before you go to bed. And that to was the, right point, at the start, I, though. Yeah, when oh, you right went at gun ho. Yeah. And I just felt <laughs> shitter and shitter and shitter. And I but she said, just stick with it and stick with it and stick with it. And yeah, I was being obsessive about it. Yeah. But then things started working. I did start putting on weight and it was just really small, gradual changes, but what was it ever what was I ever expecting. So mm. another thing was anxiety as well, which yeah. was and unexpected because I was dealing in a really, really high um, stress level job. So, what was it? Um, not tripped fan. Five H- 5HT, uh, HTP. Oh, that stuff is good. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody listening to this? If you can get hold of some die, of that, die.
4: that is
1: the bomb. <laughs> so good. Yep. Sounds like it's illegal Ooh. now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Man, talking about happy stuff.
4: Sounds like LSD the way you're talking about it.
1: (laughs) So, I guess that, but, man, how how good is that though? So, uh, first of all, energy. Second of all, weight gain. And third of all, starting to balance out a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. Didn't expect any of those three.
2: Yeah. Told you. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's terrible to admit it, really, isn't it?
2: Well, I don't know if you guys have sort of covered this maybe a little bit, but um, I wanted you to share more so health issues that perhaps you weren't aware of that we brought your attention to, which might be a bit of a loaded question um, because you might still feel like there's nothing particularly of concern. But were there things, obviously, after a certain amount of time that we were saying to you, you know, the reason this is happening is because of this. Um, Perhaps we need to look at maybe working on this to fix that. I don't know whether there's anything in particular that comes up oh, in Atlanta. I'm, I'm, sure uh,
3: <laughs> I'm sure there's one or two that I could probably. Although, what what time limit do we have on this podcast? here we go. Well, ones that my lovely wife have made me aware of. Um <laughs> That's a
0: good start. Yep. Which
3: was the question? You know, I'm not denying anything. Um, so. <laughs> The first one was she thinks that my flatulence, flatulence level well,
0: start with this one. is uh, is a bit in. higher than normal,
3: um, which, pff, you know, alpha maleism, gotta watch What is bench right? on right? Just know on know. this,
1: what is higher than level? Like, who has actually marked this? Like, awesome. somebody no, well, sent this many farts a day.
3: Is you know
0: acceptable. what? It's, it wasn't even about. That's I thought, it, I'm getting so a cup score. like It wasn't even about. The well, it was the amount which was, and honestly, Brandon's friends can attest to this. Like growing up with him as well, all of his, all of his mates that lived with him through his no, early twenties. So. Brandon was a father. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he every for me at home, like it was just beyond. It was every minute. All right, so that's right? one. Let's. So uh... the, the other thing, the other <laughs> thing though, no, I, was, I thought I thought this I no, was a special guest.
3: The <laughs> You can wait outside.
0: <laughs> the other thing, apart from the amount, was the odour. Oh. And, I'm sorry. I thought can people can,
3: can paint yeah. a picture of what a fart is like. No, know, but the, a, this is what people don't
0: realise, and especially guys, is that they think that a, a, a ginormous amount of yeah, passing so wind and a lot of smell and odour, like... The He's Rotten worth egg style. Is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, is yeah, is absolutely normal. Not. And and to an extent, like, yes, we all pass wind <laughs> and it's totally normal. Um, but on the whole, it shouldn't be really, really odorous. Maybe every now and then when you've eaten something, you know, maybe that hasn't reacted well with your you, but every single one of bread and fart it <laughs> evacuated the room, honestly. I'm saying oh, that. Good I'm a legend. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, yeah, okay. they're still high fiving about it. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> so, that was, that for years. so that was number one thing, and I guess I drilled that into Branna for the last five or six years. All right, now much. that I'm
3: embarrassed as ever, let's <laughs> yeah, to take that microphone uh, back. <laughs> um, another one, which is uh, just a family genetical thing, but <laughs> I get I get a bit of hay fever, um, and not ne- not necessarily the hay fever side of things, but I was. Told that every morning, I'm quite mucousy, um, and just as a should have been a tradie, another natural. I get up downstairs, just clear the sinuses and spit it in the garden, and uh, that's that's not a normal really daily behaviour either. Oh, so just like
1: so, yep. just to yep, oh. just clear
3: the clear the nostrils, huck it out, and get on with the day. Um, which and again, these are things that um, myself. I don't really notice them as a you know health concern, but I think Emma's even mentioned that she's noticed a difference in that just from the early – well, I've only been really onto this for the last six weeks and noticed those changes as well. So that was a big one. Um,
0: and the other, and thing, then, um, the other thing was – Apart
3: from that, I think everything's oh, top notch. With
0: the, with the mucus, <laughs> every single morning the mucus, and it was um, – it, it was funny because he just thought, no, it's, it's hay fever. The weather's changed. Or if the weather hadn't changed, it was, oh, it's the cats. And if it wasn't the cats, it was oh, the humidity the <laughs> or something else. And I was just like, no, 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 it's not. And it took me a long time to even convince him that it wasn't normal. And I remember many, when we were both doing PT, many mornings driving in at 5am 5 or 5.30, he would... He would be hucking and sometimes spitting it out the window um, in the car and I would be like, that's not normal. He'd go, Emma, it's 5.30. Nutritionist Emma doesn't come out till 9. So he would literally just shut me down and not want to talk about it whatsoever because it was just a genetic hay fever gene apparently. Um, Exactly. So eventually I think I I won my case.
3: Um, And I guess the other one too, energy itself, I – just well I've had to become a morning person over the years Um, and generally I find once I'm up I'm up and I'm pretty alert pretty with it again my clients at 6am could probably test for that but I just find when I do wake up now I'm a little bit clearer a lot sooner Mm. Um, and that's you know it's still 5am so it's still early I'm still waking up but more all right I'm up I've had my shower um, I've got my stuff ready. I'm ready to go, rather than hit and snooze probably once too many times and opening my eyes halfway up on the drive <laughs> to work, which isn't the way to do it. But uh, I guess that's yeah. I've noticed a little change just in energy, a lot earlier than what mm. probably I, I remember as well. Yeah, so yeah.
0: and just big, one one more talk. thing is <laughs> oh great. But and this is something no you know this he's leaned out, to find out leaned out a fair bit as well which. Again, it's like the opposite of Damien. Not that you were ever overweight at all, um, but I remember you saying, like ever since I met you five or six years ago, it was, oh, I've just never had a six pack and I never will. Um, And... And not that you wanted to have a six pack; that wasn't the point. But it was just, oh, this is the way I hold weight on my body. Oh, it's
3: the same as Damien. It's just oh, that's exactly. just how I thought. And it, it was it's just my genetics yeah, and, made me and up. And he's like, genetically, things,
0: so. this is what I'm like. I hold it around my midsection, arms and legs will lean lean as, and but then around the you know the midsection, even like you know around the waist and all that. And I always, even before I did nutrition, I was like, no, there's something, there's something here that you know, and he you would go through shredding phases and diet and be really clean and, you know, not go through periods of, you know, low alcohol or no alcohol and it never shifted Um, and I think that's something that's shifted a lot. and I think for me, just visually, apart from the symptoms that we've just talked about, I think that's been a huge change and something that I have not seen in five years. Like I've never seen you be this lean, so... So
3: I've been fat for five years. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're telling me. you it. Know, yeah.
2: such a female. So so now I'm skinny. Great. Right?
0: So you're saying I'm fat? <laughs> yeah. So
3: yeah.
0: I think but, I but now think, he's skinny. Apparently too skinny. <laughs> so
3: too skinny. Yeah.
0: I think it's probably important to know
4: though, like you're sitting there saying, Brendan, like you're embarrassed as hell about Emma talking about these, you know, gut symptoms and stuff. But obviously, I think any women listening to this or any blokes that listen to this, like I, you know you spend a lot of time talking to boys obviously in clinic you know we've all got partners brothers fathers all that kind of stuff you go camping you spend spend time with these people it is quite a common thing that for men these like you know gut symptoms are just normal and or, you know almost yeah. the topic of conversation in the morning on job sites totally or when you're camping like who's done got the most embarrassing shit story or yeah. <laughs> who's you yeah. know. so it's kind of mm. like yeah it's not it's not I think it's just become common mm, that true. this is a thing amongst blokes that you know it's just normal to have an abnormal gut but that's just the mm. accepted mm. level of gut function whereas you can actually do amazing things and change so it true. Mm.
0: well the other thing is it's normal to go 10 times a day
4: to yeah. The toilet, which
0: uh-huh. I've seen so many times, and yeah. that is, let me just put it out there, not normal <laughs> <laughs> at all. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. so yeah, it's just it's crazy when you kind of think about um what's common versus what's normal. Mm, I yeah. think there's a lot of commonalities
2: but they're not normal yeah also the i think of what you're talking about those stereotypes like that is the australian in inverted commas beer gut as <laughs> men get older like just being accepted yeah. that that's part of getting mm. older that you get this distended gut mm. like that dad is bod. actually it's, what did you say? <laughs> dad, dad bod and <laughs> dad dad oh, it is, <laughs> it's such a it it's such an <clears throat> just an accepted <clears throat> fact that that's part of being a guy mm. as you get older but it's actually a sign of extreme gut imbalances, dysbiosis, a lot of liver inflammation and congestion and it often leads to pathology and mm. like in all seriousness in, in men dying potentially younger. Mm. So, you know, yeah. it's kind of it's easy to joke about, particularly when I think guys are younger, but you know, that distended yeah. gut that you see on so many men is actually really quite dangerous. Yeah.
1: It's quite interesting you talking about that because you look at um what I was actually about to say next, and answering that question, one of the, I think one of the triggers, or one of the points where I had absolutely had enough about the situation I was in, because I used to drink a lot of beer that was bottle fermented. I went through a phase of drinking bottle fermented beer because I didn't really like all of the others, and it wasn't a problem to sit down and drink six or eight of those beers, and, and you know, in a, in a session. And I just thought that was fine. There wasn't any repercussions from that, so I would just do that continuously. Every now and then, I'd have some cheese, you know, some blue cheese as well, and, and maybe even some dessert wine later on. And I just remember this particular day, um, it was actually an evening we'd been out and I'd had some cider with some ice on a summer day and I'd had a whole lot of blue cheese. And I got home and I went out to water the garden and I ended up doubling up in the garden and I was in absolute stomach cramps to the point where I couldn't, I couldn't even stand up because my body wouldn't let me do that. I was mm. fully stuck, bent over, and just at that point, and just shy of tears because it was ag- absolutely agonizing. Mm. And I got that, you know, I don't know what, ten, nine, eight, nine years ago. Since then, I've watched my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, get to the age I was at at that point and my family members who drink the same type of beer and having exactly the same problems and when I was talking to them about it at the time they were all like oh no that's geez, that's just part of being a man you know you're just drinking you know you get a bit fat, a you get a bit sore and you're something oh, so a yeah. rough night but now they're all exactly the same, they've all hit that exact same point where they're doubling up and they're getting in pain and a lot of my friends and, and family members are now starting to look at what they're putting into their stomachs as far as mm-hmm. booze goes
2: mm-hmm. Mm, so interesting. It is interesting, and we're
1: starting to we're starting to think about it a little bit more. The wedding that we had um in the weekend, or the delayed reception, fifteen probably you know what half an hour of that conversation was talking about our fathers and and stepfathers and so on and so forth and how a lot of them are dying or they've got friends that are dying and they're all of these Australian guys and New Zealand guys and they're dying in their early fifties. Mm. And they've all got big bare bellies. Mm. You know, they're all they've been cigarette smokers and stuff like that and they're just invincible. Yeah. You know? And they haven't really done anything about their diet either and they sure as shit haven't done anything about exercise. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's such an Aussie thing though. It's such yeah. a it's just like all oh, that's the Australian way. Like yeah. just, you know, harden up. A bit of pain or a bit of bloating, that's just normal. No gain, no
4: gain. You know, and it's just,
0: uh, yeah, as I said, it's common but not normal and mm, we need to do something about it. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of doing something about it, the gut testing.
2: So both of you guys have done the gut testing. Damien's did his quite a few years ago I think now and Brennan's just done some testing recently. So what were the catalysts for doing the test and also any thoughts you had about doing the test, you know, going through that experience? Because I think, you know, without getting into too much of the details or spending too long there, um, I think that's also interesting for maybe particularly guys to hear about because, you know, I think it's not everyone's favourite thing to do to look at doing the, the stool-based testing, which is what both of you guys have done is the comprehensive stool analysis. Yep. Do you want to take that one,
3: Hubbard, or Ooh, Brandon? All righty. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, well
2: the
3: what was the catalyst? <laughs> the catalyst was it yes, arrived waiting. in the mail and then onto the bench. <laughs> That's what
4: I was waiting um, for. <laughs> yep, pretty much.
3: Love it. So then I got a vague set of instructions on what to do, which, just uh, <laughs> say, it's an experience, as you said, Jess, it's an experience. So... Well, the nitty gritty—you guys love talking about poo all the time, yeah. so that was pretty much it. You poo into a Chinese takeaway container, <laughs> um, and then from there you proceed to scoop, a little, bit scoop out. little samples into little <laughs> test tubes, and for some reason, put it back in the post, and <laughs> the rest is history. And uh, just
4: wait to get told what you got to do. Yeah,
3: pretty much. Um, and look, to be honest, it didn't really make. Uh, well, it. Didn't cross my mind that this was even a test. I must admit. Before I've obviously met met uh, met Emma, and she's informed me why why you guys do this test. Um, And it was interesting to have her talk me through the results because obviously you well you can't do it on your own because I don't know what I don't know how to pronounce half the words. Obviously from this (laughs) podcast, let alone interpret. um, You know what's a normal level. What certain is mean or, or you know, what the risk involve, I guess, of having one way or the other. Um, yeah, so that's, I guess, with any sort of test, you, you need to do it to find out where you're at and then you can make an educated uh, plan to try and fix it and improve it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just recommend just have a steady hand when you're, <laughs> when you're trying, to, <laughs> trying to scoot. I had a bit of an accident in our house, but... <laughs> Oh geez. So, so spray and wipe you can use. <laughs> oh,
4: I think there are a few people that
3: so, have heard those stories. Uh, yeah, well, if you got one I'd... Oh God. No, um, no. So uh no, <laughs> no. Thank
1: God. for me for me this is this is this this goes back to what we're talking about, one of the first questions. I have never had a problem going to the toilet. I've never had a sloppy poo in my life. Or if I have, it's just been because we've been to Bali or whatever. You know, I really haven't. I'm kind of in there and out. Of, until the invention of mobile phones, <laughs> I'm in there and out of there. And turns out
3: games. have can't you
4: bloody phones into the toilet? Can boys just answer this question? It's, like, it's who our, takes their phone Ten,
3: to ten minutes of peace and that's quiet.
1: Exactly. That's ten what ten it is. Ten minutes. Well, you don't I'm get like judged for being on your phone. Even better. Yeah. You're getting
4: judged because you've got your phone in there while you're having a shit you like, okay
1: <laughs> so yeah so no problems in that department but those stomach cramps was the reason mm. what i really really wanted to do because it. it just got to the point where i was like okay something's really not right they were getting more regular to the point where it was almost weekly and i was like that's it that i've had enough and jess is like yeah all right let's do this test so
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it was it was pretty yeah it was horrible so i, I had no problem in doing it um the test came home. I actually was concerned because I thought you had to shit in one of those little round cups. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be in a, like a takeaway thing, like those those tiny. And we've got a, a whole bunch of them. In oh, our you laundry. mean the urine? The, the urine, urine. Uh-huh. And I thought I had to shit in that, so I was terrified. And Jess will say, oh, "Don't go tell of your poo stories," but I am pretty good at shitting in the thing. I shit in a Gatorade bottle, so I'm <laughs> like, like, so I'm, I'm legendary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's you know, a little bit of a Plug for Gatorade. Did, <laughs> oh, did, any, did anybody get that? <laughs> Joke? No, no. no. Plug?
2: Oh, <laughs> oh God. God. <laughs> don't.
1: <laughs> uh, anyways, so I honestly thought I was going to – I thought it was relatively seamless. It's embarrassing. Don't get me wrong. You kind of – you look at it and you're like, oh, this is a little bit weird. But yeah, it's daunting. But you do it. You get, you're get. embarrassed about it. You get it done and, and whatever and hand the results over to your wife and, <laughs> and she sends it away. Yeah.
4: Mm. <laughs> do you guys remember, like, just in terms of like looking at the difference tests? Because obviously, Damien, you would have done yours a few years ago, so you would have done more the old school yeah, CBSA, the culturing. The culturing. Yeah. So, do you remember, like, I'm just interested in drinking a lot of wine and beer and stuff like that. If you had a bit of a yeast overgrowth, or it was more bacterial, or the combination of both, are you talking um, about
1: when I got the results yeah. back from yeah, it, not when
4: you were investigating it yourself, outside, looking at looking it, at it, through
1: look a model? <laughs> 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 I totally had yeast yeah, overgrowth. Good. That's yeah. absolutely what it was. I, I, I'm not sure what the statistics were when they came back, but I know that when the re, when the results come back and all the bits of paper come through and Jess is going, oh, look at this, look at this, and she's, all oh, oh <laughs> And she's rolling her eyes and she's going, look at that number and look at this. I'm, I have no idea what the hell yeah. going on there. All I remember is that, okay, so we're going to do this, 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 and this, and out come the the fizzy stuff, the green slimy stuff that (laughs) explodes when you stick it into soda water and a glass and and (laughs) tons and tons of pills that were horrible that she basically has to force feed because I she'll give them to me and then I hide them around the room. Like I'll just push it to one side, she'll come back two hours later and it's right there. So, you know, you you tend to be a bit of a dick about it, but I saw results. I saw results. I didn't see results for the first week because, you know how I told you I was really regular? For that next week, I wasn't. Mm. Like, it, it done something <laughs> terrible to my body and I, and I had terrible. gas like you. I always had bad gas, but I just thought that was normal. But it was worse. It was so shocking well, for that first yeah. week afterwards. It was just, you call it die-off. It was, yeah, yeah anal death. <laughs>
0: It was horrible. Sometimes you have to get worse before you get better. Totally, it
1: must
2: have been. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask about changes that you guys noticed. Particularly, yeah. Obviously, there's that initial phase, and then there's the the time to follow. And you've obviously had longer hovered, but I do remember you experienced like so many of our clients, which we tell. And as I told you, Mm. (laughs) that there would potentially be that die-off zone, and it's it's hard when it's someone that obviously you know. Um, and knows you not as a nutritionist, but as like their wife. When I'm saying to her, "No, it's okay that you feel like this," thing's like, "It's not. You're doing something to me. You're yeah, killing me. Poisoning me. I was yeah. fine poisoning before. Yeah, exactly. I was bitter yeah, before. Exactly. Yeah. Totally questioning yeah, everything that you're doing. Yeah. And just all you want to say is the end. Well, just, just die. Just die yeah. in your own gas. And yeah. Just care. harden
0: up.
1: <laughs> oh, oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> no. Brandon has a good die off story. Well, not a good oh. die off yeah, story, well,
3: but well, not not from this experience, but I. I took a. Um, are we allowed to name it? No. No. Well, I took uh, Emma ordered this a uh, Right product, which. No, yes. uh, oh, there you go. But but this is what I well. Similar. But once she's explained like why you feel like that, obviously it it makes sense and the product was working. But I just probably wasn't prepared for it, Mm-mm. so. Same thing, I just thought, yep, this would be great. I think it was just before Christmas. I was like, I'll, I'll have a good three, four weeks because Christmas is always a hectic time, food and drink-wise. Um, and, yeah, it took it for a couple of days and then just notice all those changes. My mood was, you know, and I've, I've been lucky to never really have a lot of, I guess, mental health symptoms, but I didn't want to get out of bed for the morning. Ooh. I just had no drive to go to work and and my job is one that you can't fake. You know, you're dealing with clients and motivating them. And I just was not in the frame of mind to do it at all. And then were saying, look, that's expected. You need to just stick through it. And one morning I cracked the shit, so I, I cancelled my morning uh, clients, and I think I got in the car, went to Domino's, got a, <laughs> oh. got a pizza, I oh. threw the stuff in the bin, I was like, look, it's just yeah. not worth feeling this way, because Absolutely, it's, but it's just such a, a shock for me and how I was feeling. I was like, it's not worth me going through this,
2: you know. It but that you mentally
3: as yeah. well.
2: That wasn't
0: Emma's protocol, though, was it? No, that was more of a... To be
3: honest, she she just, I think, had it for her to try and I just said, I'll jump on with you Mm. and try, so... And we
0: didn't know what... We didn't test beforehand, so we actually didn't know what was in your gut um, anyway, so we didn't really know what we were dealing with. Like, you had never done any gut-based protocol Mm. or had any gut-based products whatsoever, so it was kind of like, oh, I'll just give this a go. And then I, the biggest thing for me that I noticed was you lack of energy, like straight away you had a lack of energy. But then when you started to say, I feel really down, I thought, nah, that's not worth Mm -hmm. it. Like we need, we do need to stop it. And I didn't say during that bit to push through because that's in my mind, that's very serious. Like Mm -hmm. if someone, and it can be a symptom if it's done incorrectly, if it's done incorrectly or if it's done too hard or too fast. Um, But So with that, we kind of just said no. Let's pull back. This is not right for you right now. Well,
3: and this this time around on the supplements that I've been taking, there's been nothing like that. Nothing.
0: Did you die
2: off at all? Any like that first week? Any adverse like more gas? I was.
3: And like Damien, I was I was fairly regular as is with toilet, but Mm. you know I'd I'd go pretty much well on this as soon as I would get up, I'd need to go, and it was
0: bit more uh, urgent.
3: a good poo, put it that yeah, way, like yeah. it was good. Usually I'd, I'd get up, I'd have to go in the morning, but then I'd pull, pile a coffee on top and gets a bit destroyed after uh, <laughs> 20 caffeine. minutes on the toilet playing games. Um, so that was regular and I could tell it was, you know, I'd feel empty mm. after going to the toilet. And, and then once I'd eat and go through my normal day of supplements, so I'd have the same feeling in the afternoon. So I guess that part of it I noticed really quickly. Um, but energy, well, energy I felt good. I didn't feel, I guess there was a die-off going on, but I didn't feel sluggish or lethargic. Um, and that's maybe I think we we did some pre-gut work stuff oh, before then too, which mm. might help. But also just from that experience that I did have prior, I sort of prepared that, okay, I might have um, you know a bit of a, an off week. So prepare myself for that to get through it or combat it if, if it does yeah. come like that. So but it's
0: interesting because because you did have that response. In my mind, if, if that ever happened to a client, like I would just say that's not worth it. Like no. it's absolutely not. That's a no-go zone. And so I would go really, really slowly and prepare their body beforehand. So I kind of knew he had those mental, you know, those down kind of mood symptoms um, previously. So I took a good three, four weeks to prepare him and we, we went through a couple of different supplements to help do that and started to change the diet first before I even touched in, mm-hmm. any like, antimicrobial work and then I think that really did help because yeah. by the time we did get to the antimicrobial work, it was fine, absolutely fine. You yeah. could get through mm-hmm. it. Plus um, you had the data.
2: You knew what you were doing. Plus I knew what I was you doing. what was exactly yeah, well, going we, on in we we his gut. Going was I
0: guess test. this also highlights the importance of... Doing this with a practitioner Mm -hmm. and not doing it just willy-nilly when you don't have a baseline and when you don't know how your body's gonna react because Mm -hmm. people are doing Mm -hmm. it um by themselves and you know you can do that if you like, but if you do have symptoms like this, like that's absolutely not on um in my in my books. And I think that being guided by a practitioner who knows what they're talking about and they know you know the level the speed that you need to go at, and they can really kind of customize it to your life um, as well like some people go through it fine, some people we do need to slow it down yeah um, I think that's really, really important and I
4: think it's interesting too like obviously I know the product that you guys are talking about that Brandon obviously tried would well you guys try just on a bit of a win. Mm. And I think there is, like, I think it's a great product. It's a great formulation. um, But it's just highlighting that there's a time and a place for some of these products. And knowing the gut environment is so important first. And sometimes doing the prep work is so Mm -hmm. important first. And it's not saying that that product is a bad product because Mm -hmm. it gave you such extreme effects. And it's the same with so many products that we use. It's just using things in the right dosages at the right time. Absolutely. And that's probably the important part of it. So...
1: And yeah. obviously getting the testing done so you can Get figure the out done, at a point yeah. so that you know what you're dealing with. Yeah,
4: and knowing that die-off, like I think die-off gets thrown around a lot in you know the nutrition and naturopathic world and it kind of seems to be like – I'm hoping this understanding is starting to shift, but it seems to be the more extreme the reaction, then the more Uh, die-off is happening. And I think we need to really pull away from that. It's almost uh like a '90s philosophy of gut treatment that Uh if the more shit you feel during your gut treatment, the more effective it is. Uh And that's not that's not the case. And you shouldn't be having like your symptoms pretty normal, Damien, for how you reacted. Like, yes, there's going to be some, you know, gut shifts, some, you know, maybe bowel shifts, feel a bit more shit before you feel better. But you shouldn't be feeling like Brandon if you're Uh starting a gut protocol. Like, you have this really. intense reaction then there's a lot more going on
2: behind the scenes so Mm, so true they're good to compare Mm. and what about you hobbit as far as because you've been you had your test quite a few years ago so there's that initial experience Mm. of starting on the protocol with supplements and then the diet that went along with that like how did you find that initial stage and then the months to follow and I guess even really it's kind of years now but don't yeah it's, it's a long time years I'm, trying to, <laughs> that was a I'm long. trying to think of it because <laughs> it just,
1: <clears throat> once you start feeling good you just sort of forget anything that happened before it yeah. <clears throat> I think that's the problem with it um I remember afterwards feeling really really good and then honestly old habits sort of slipped back in again and I started drinking a few beer. the thing is I could have beers after that um, if that was one of the things that I noticed the most, and I like, have that's my blue cheese, yeah. exactly.
3: but the thing just is to ruin it all again. I also
1: realised to slow down and to think a little bit about it, and, and just look at what I was eating around that point in time, and look at what I was drinking as well, and slow down a bit of the alcohol intake. But um, to to be, if I was to be brutally honest. I think that I'd probably be just about due to do it again mm. lately because... Yep. And, I mean, how long ago do you think that was?
2: Oh, good two years, I think, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it
1: was where we're living now, yeah. so, yeah, it'd have to be two years ago. Yes. I honestly think that, like, my... St- well, I'm becoming... What certain things are becoming problematic: garlic, onions. I mean, the lentils have always been out for me because I just can't do them, and a lot of beans, I just can't do them. And I just say that's genetics. It's like you hoiking shit out the window. It's kind of the ironic switch where, like, the the most
2: reactive person in the house has become Damien. So it's and it's all like the the high fodmapy foods. And last week we had this classic week where I did the that roasted millet risotto. Um sorry, roasted garlic millet risotto oh. with heaps of garlic. And then I did like this cabbage dish and then we mm. had <laughs> roasted onion and yeah,
0: like, that go for like, oh, and, and then was,
2: tofu as well. We had tofu there was, wraps. And we had tofu. Damn sending so these text messages by like, the end of the week is like, please stop I can't handle it. He was killing and him, gassing himself out at it. And the then moment. there
1: was a whole lot of oregano in it as well, like fresh oregano, which I reckon really? was like killing stuff yeah. and then there was stuff trying to fight it and it was just then it well, I was I was just a
3: bloated
1: I looked like I was malnutrition <laughs> because I just had this big extended belly and I was, it was do you I think do you the think they do that deliberately go. so <laughs> that uh,
3: she can eat the food all
0: week and you don't <laughs> pick at
1: it probably it was It was bad and I did ex- send a pretty explicit message through to <laughs> stop effing trying to kill me <laughs> She wants my life insurance money, I tell you. That uh, how, I that. how
0: funny though that now, second time round, you you know the symptoms and you know yes. the things that are triggering it. Whereas yes. before you would that it would just have just gone normal. over your head. Like no. you would have just thought, Oh, I'm just feeling shit. I don't know no. why. But exactly. now it's like, Oh, I know garlic, onion, these certain things are really setting me off or oh, it must be my gut. Mm. Yeah.
1: You know? Totally. And it's and it's and, and I know straight away now. Mm. Like I can tell almost instantly okay i've eaten that mm. i can feel it like i'm burping i'm mm-hmm. farting within half an hour all right i know mm-hmm. what needs to happen here i'm just in denial i just don't want that
4: have, have a beer and I, forget about I, it. I don't want to see it come <laughs> home again that little <laughs> trick is <Trinch>. right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Push only yeah
2: only a few more questions that we've got here for you i love this one um working on your health overall and working more with healthy eating through the gut work and through being around M and I so much, How's that changed your relationship with food and how you see food? I know, again, that's quite a, a big question, but I just think it's an interesting one again, from a male perspective, because obviously from a female perspective, we see all sorts of things, but males tend to look at things a little bit more black and white stereotypically. Mm. So yeah, I'm just interested to hear.
3: Um, just means you enjoy the beers a bit more because <laughs> you're a bit more limited. So, um, well, even even just for me doing um, my gut work since the start of this year, really, it's more, uh, more just looking at the foods that I know, you know, I haven't had that, been doing it long enough that I know those foods that trigger me, but I won't risk eating it to jeopardise the work I've done a little bit, if that makes sense. So mm. I'm not going to go... Um, devour a gluten-rich food because I know that's going to disrupt all the work I've done. So I'm a bit more aware of, you know, looking at a gluten-free option or Mm. or if uh, dairy is in a certain product or Mm. just sort of um, just thinking, am I eating this just purely because of temptation or I'm picking out particular foods that I know I should be eating more of as well. Because that make you feel good too. Yeah, and that's it. Um, and even this past weekend, I've celebrated my um, birthday, so things, yeah, went out the window pretty much, and, and yeah, even just from that, you know, I had had some pizza, had a couple of beers, and that was just Saturday and Sunday, um, and, you know, felt a bit crappy waking up the next day, um, a bit sluggish, just, I guess, immediate reactions, just because mm-hmm. I don't really eat those kind of foods anymore as well, so um, it's just more why I try to jeopardise, you know, mm. the good work I've done.
0: Mm. And also you're still in you are still in the middle of well, this from, gut work anyway. Yeah. Well,
3: from reading the uh, preview to the podcast, I'm in the preliminary stages of my gut treatment. So <laughs> yeah. like, what? I, mean, I, I thought it was like six weeks wrapped up, done and dusted. I'm, I'm healed <laughs> and better. But
0: no. yeah, woo Well, I mean, for you, you had a fair bit going on and this also really depends on like when we do the test what what comes back if someone's just got a little bit of an imbalance then yes it might clear up it might be cleared up relatively quickly but you had high levels of really pro inflammatory bad ish bacteria and you had yeasts, and you had all sorts of things and just you a had high achiever. And, you, <laughs> and you had really low levels of really
3: yeah, it's how yeah, I it it's just
0: genetics <laughs> really low levels of really good bacteria that
3: High bacteria, high oxygen. So you IPA. had
0: high bad bacteria, <laughs> low good bacteria. So, I mean, you had a fair imbalance. So, I mean, that's going to take time and it takes, it does take a good at least a few months. Um, and I think we're maybe two months in or two and a bit um and already, like already, he's handling beans and legumes and everything oh, and tofu. And I think that's another big thing that's changed. We've really started to incorporate more plant based protein. And this started more when I did my gut work and I just realized how much or how little I was having purely because I couldn't handle it from mm. a gut point of view. Mm. But now we have multiple meals a week um, that are plant based. And so funny the other day, he, Brandon was, I said, Brandon, you're looking so, like, you're looking so lean because he was walking around the house without a shirt on, and he goes, yeah, I'm bloody skinny because all the vegan meals you've been making, making me eat. And I was just like, oh, my God. But honestly, I've done, like, lots of bean-based meals, and one time, or actually a couple of times, he actually thought it was mince. <laughs> and I was purely just bean, it was completely vegan yeah, and it is. he literally was like, that was so great babe That was what was that? And I was Which like craft? I waited yeah. for him to Sorcery. finish the meal and then I was like, that was 100% vegan and he was like, no <laughs> give me some meat
3: So the trust issues are getting a bit temperamental in the house <laughs> uh, yes. But again Yeah, isn't hey, that the truth? A that spag, we... spag bowl and it's buckwheat pasta and legume and bean sauce, Yeah, we the complete we opposite sp- about that,
1: is that on mm. your list of questions? like the trust in your relationship. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Totally you know out the back. It the yeah. comes from trust. love,
0: though. It comes oh, from yeah. love it and <laughs> making your gut diverse.
1: It's still trust. There has yeah. to be trust in a relationship. I don't know <laughs> how many. Especially times?
0: now
4: that you're going to live so much longer because of the gut. Shape, <laughs>
3: <you>? <laughs> God, I trust her all these more years now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot what the question was
2: um, Your relationship with food oh, is like how, like, what things have changed about how you see food and your relationship with food. Yeah
1: totally I mean that's yeah being 10 years into it I guess since we've been together it's absolutely 100% changed so I'm looking at it more from the perspective of what's there you know is, is the basics in there are the carbohydrates and you know Jess has told me that a lot earlier on in the picture but I do look at more how more balanced it is now also we have knocked out like you guys we've knocked out a a good amount of our meat-based proteins and started changing those mixing those up more More for me it was more from a sustainability perspective but looking at health-wise for it yeah you feel a million bucks better after eating a a, a decent meal with some plant-based protein in it and going to bed and not feeling heavy and Mm. crap and you have a much better sleep obviously as well Mm. So
2: you understand yeah. food so well. Understand like food what, so learn, much. Both of you I'm sure have learned a lot to the point of course that you're pretty much in your old job where Giving yourself the Doctor Damo title, they're yeah. trying to get help everyone else with and their problems. Like diagnosing I, all I over the place, I still do. I diagnose <laughs>
1: it completely with the wrong words, but I forget out what's wrong with everybody it just makes that up your I know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But the, the thing that frustrates me the most about it is I understand that there's obviously a profession here as well, but most of it seems to me like uh, so much of it is common sense. Mm. Like so we do so much damage just through pure stupidity and misinformation. <laughs> Mm. I mean just look at really really look at what you're eating make sure it's balanced make sure it's clean Mm. make sure it's sustainable if you can do that as well Mm. and you're probably most of the way there and from there if you're having having any other problems then you obviously go and see a professional about it yeah true and Mm. obviously exercise which I'm not too good at I mean um, another thing that happened on Saturday night is the first comment that I got when I walked into the um into the party of 50 people I think that were there one of my friends walked up to me and just said straight away holy shit you look look bloody amazing. Like, look at you. You look bloody amazing. Where's your your belly gone? You're all all swolled up. You all look really good. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was my salmon shirt that he was just suitably impressed by. But but he did. He said straight away, seriously, you look a million bucks. And it feels really good when you hear that. Like, really, really good because it wasn't long ago. I mean, I haven't been working now for nearly a year. I've been working on the house renovating. But it was a year ago that I was sitting down in an office – you know, having a late breakfast, working through as nearly everybody does, not actually having a break at all, and yeah, just feeling mm. like shit. So what we
4: need to do is get you guys shirts that just say "Thanks, my <laughs> wife's a nutritionist." <laughs> oh, oh, I love it, and the JCM logo on the back. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, nah.
2: Yeah, what yeah, was nah, what what but the I'll next? get what was it in question? seven. <laughs> I'll get it in seven for you. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> Make sure it's extra small. Yeah, I'll get an extra small
3: too.
2: <laughs> well, we'll try and wrap it up. I'll, we'll try and fuse these together. Um, so now you guys have got, you know, all the all these years have passed and there's a lot of knowledge that you have learned. and you've worked on your gut health and Brandon's obviously still in the preliminary <laughs> stages. Just on my journey. <laughs> do, on my journey. Do, like, what are some of the common symptoms that you see now in particularly males like other men other male friends or families or so forth that you think are worth pointing out but you know I guess like I was just saying you might be at work or wherever it is and you're like oh like you're seeing these things now and going oh you need to do this and you need to do that and also advice as well like what would be the advice that you would impart to other guys that are out there that might be listening um keeping in mind there's probably a lot of Females that are listening and thinking about wanting to get their partners, or brothers, or uncles, or fam- you know some form of family members to actually consider taking charge of their health. So any advice that you would give there? I don't know if that's too many things wrapped into one question, but we're on a time limit, people. So <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: right. Just get it all in. Yeah. Um, I guess in terms of uh, like my friends, it's a, it's more, yeah, to identify that something is wrong. Um, I know, in particular, I've got friends that drink like a, a full cream milk coffee, and then I go into the bathroom, you know, shortly after they're finishing the coffee and thinking, yeah, that's that's not how life should happen, sort of thing. So it's it's about going. Well, I might have an intolerance to you know the the milk or the caffeine or whatever the case may be, but looking at that and going this isn't normal, I should probably look at rectifying it or, or sourcing some help in doing that. Um, and it's it's just being aware of that, I guess, is the big thing, especially with guys, as we have sort of touched on, that you just sort of take it as the normal um, and don't really think, hey, I shouldn't be taking a rush into the toilet and not feeling too good for an hour after just drinking a coffee, you know, which is something that you should just enjoy as a social outing. Um and well, and that's it, and from there, it's it's much more you don't know what could potentially be in place or be wrong, not wrong, but just there could be something in your in your gut that I guess down the track, as you guys would see, can lead to a lot of a lot of more uh, serious health concerns at a later stage as well. Um, and even I think that is the way of most men that they just think oh, I'm invincible until I hit mid50s, 60s where, that's when heart problems occur and whatever not. Um, but you know, even with my clients, I look at well, those that have you know coming to me to start exercising mid thirties, early forties. Well, you haven't exercised for twenty plus years. Mm-hmm. You can't expect everything to change within three weeks of starting to exercise. So that itself, um, on a health scale, is is for everyone and for everything. So mm-hmm. it's uh, look, it's. It's definitely worth the plunge just to find out information in general, just so that you can prepare your your yourself for um, trying to lead a more healthy life. Mm. More than anything, um, longevity and longevity, and and that's it. And going out and enjoying your food without, yeah, that fear of I'm gonna be sick after it, or uh, I need to select what I can and can't eat, or or you know have that scarred relationship with your food as well.
2: For sure. Mm. well said I hope that well made said. sense That yeah. was really well said yeah. I'm just going to leave I yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> there's no use handing it over practice all morning from front me that was your wrap up <laughs> that's right um, I,
1: I guess I kind of look at it from a similar perspective in the fact um, I think it's interesting that for guys anyway that will will go out and will we'll, we'll the preventative maintenance on our vehicles. We'll go out and we'll look up, we'll do oil changes on our vehicles. We'll look after, you know, if a steer breaks on our house, we'll fix that immediately. And we don't, I don't think that we spend enough time looking at ourselves and looking at the preventative maintenance there. And if I could talk every male that I know into doing anything, it would be um, join up at a gym, Um, go and get yourself checked out by a doctor and and even the flow on from there, have a look if anything is wrong and look at your diet and everything and do something about that. Like do something on all of the important levels, Mm. you know, mentally, physically. Um, I think if we did that... There would be a lot less people dying, like I was talking yeah. about earlier on, um, with you know my father, my friend's father, somebody just recently. In fact, most of my friends' parents, in their early 50s. Yeah. It just, it, I think it, we've got to the point now where we're smart enough. There's enough information out there. Sometimes too much information, admittedly. Um, so make sure you're getting the right information. But I think it's time that we actually had a look at ourselves and the younger generation as well. Which is easy for me to say, being older. But if I see another <laughs> young tradie. Walk out of a corner store at ten o'clock in the morning. Not even at seven o'clock in the yeah. morning. pie and an ice break. Pie, yeah, exactly. Or energy drinks. Three, oh, three cans oh, the of energy, energy drinks, drinks man. and oh that's gosh. what they're having all day, every day. They don't mm-hmm. have anything for yeah. lunch, and then they go home, have a dinner, and they bang into it again. I think we are in a whole world mm-hmm. of trouble. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my advice is just yeah, think about it, think about it smartly, and just if you even feel that anything's wrong, get it checked. Yeah. Um, and with my mates. When I look at them, you know, there's a good friend of mine that I watch while we were watching his children be born and not watching them being born, literally. <laughs> we weren't there really right? close. close there with the iPhone. <laughs> but it was fascinating to know that they had like um, hay fever issues and nasal issues and, and issues going up and down planes and, and couldn't go diving or anything like that. And they were always just congested. And oh, then they've gone and had, had children, a little boy and a little girl. And I was, I think Jess was on it as well. And we're all like, oh, you need to get checked out. You guys have obviously got something wrong, but you may be passing that on to your children as well. And yeah. now through, through a little bit through that, they've started, and Jess as well, they've started looking at it and doing these testings and finding out that those kids mm. are, you know, got massive dairy problems and the parents as well and, yeah. then, and and so on and so forth. So, yeah, spread the word around your mates and, and just think a little bit more about
4: And it about doesn't yourself. it doesn't hurt. Like it's not – like I think too like obviously we're in the sphere where we're practicing preventative medicine. So it's like what you guys are saying. It's like not let's not let you get into your 50s where you've kind of trashed – like not it's not just guys but you've trashed your body with the wrong types of foods, um, a bit too much booze, um, you know, whatever it may be. You can do some testing. Like for Brandon, for example, you didn't 100% think there was much wrong with your gut and it turns out there was quite a bit. Um, and just even like with what you said, like guys getting to their fifties, like my dad's probably a classic example. Like he surf lifesaver his whole life, um, chippy, so tradie, um, very very fit. Um, yes, loves the, loves a beer. Um, did smoke a bit at the time. Has given had given, had given that up. But realistically, didn't have any standout health problems, so he thought. My mum's yep. a nurse, so just that real, you know, your mum would just always, you need to go and get a blood test, you need to go and get a blood test, just keep on top of this stuff. And he, he never did. And then when he turned 50, mum's like, you need first blood test of his life, God. walked Aww. into the doctors. So this is a guy who has been probably, like, similar to you, Brandon, like, very, very fit and, you know, solidly built as well. Didn't have any outstanding... Gut issues that, like, like I look at it now and probably, like, he probably does, but just that little bit of a beer gut that happened, you know, probably from 35 into his 50s um, and got a call back from the doctor straight away, cholesterol (gasps) 12.9, triglycerides through the roof. So it's just like, and if you know, if he never did that blood test, he probably would have been a stat of someone who dropped out of a heart attack at 55. So completely changed his diet. Like, obviously, they whacked him on statins, which is not a great thing. But completely, like, pulled dairy. He was drinking two liters of milk a day, eating a block of cheese. And granted, we grew up pretty healthy. Like, we didn't have a lot of money. So it was very – not a lot of shit food in their diets anyway. Like, usually just meat and veg, like, you know, that sort of diet. But just way too much of these pro-inflammatory foods, having probably too many beers on the weekends and things like that. And just that's adds up. Yeah. <clears throat> so – Doesn't hurt to just go
0: and do a little bit of baseline checking, either. And it's not, I guess, this whole with Aussie men like it's not weak to go and get help, you know, or to even check out, like get checked up by a you know a doctor or with your food go go to a nutritionist and just say, hey, there's nothing actually really wrong, but I just Just want to do. I just want to make sure that I'm eating right. I'm eating right for my my health, my age, my um, exercise, my, my work. Absolutely, and it's not. I think it's yeah it's it's not weak or it's not seen as a yeah as a as a negative thing to do that I think it's really smart and strong to, to do that and to oh. say hey I'm going to actually take charge of my health and yeah I'm going to actually listen to a health professional and I'm going to take their advice and change my diet and start to move more because at the end of the day it's not even like it's about longevity and it's about you know living a good Long life, but with good quality life, yeah, not quality. being sick. But then also, it's about being there for your family. I yeah. mean, if you are trashing your body um, with, you know, crappy foods, like let's be honest, a lot of people do know what's healthy and what's not. It's not hard to know that fruit and veg are good for you, and you know, crap packaged stuff is bad for you. Yet we still continue to make these choices. And I think, it, but at the end of the day, it's about okay. I need to take responsibility for my own health and take responsibility for, you know, me being around to see my grandkids, mm. you know, grow up or to, to be with my wife who's much healthier than me and to make sure I don't leave her for, 20, you know, when she's still got another 20 years. Mm. Um, so I think, it, you know, as morbid as, that, morbid as that sounds, like it is yeah, so, gee, so cool, important right? um, to just man up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, yeah, it's no. not.
4: It's also too like, I because I, I had someone hit me with a big question, so this is one of my dad's, and he's like, he's honestly like my second dad and he's got his own very, very big list of health problems. Um, and I've known him ever since I was little. And obviously when I started getting into the world of nutrition and stuff and I talked to dad about changing things and got him on certain, you know, um, nutritional supplements that could be co-prescribed with the medication that they put him on to get his cholesterol down and talk to them about diet and stuff. And he's sort of, he sort of turned around, not my dad, but uh, my dad's mate turned around and said to me on time, he's like, well, what's the point if you're going to end up as sick as me anyway? So, and that was a pretty big one. I didn't have the answers for that at that time because I was still studying nutrition. Um, And I just, but I think, I just said, well, it's, more preventative so it's not going to stop some of these things like some of them yes it definitely could the conditions going on for him um, probably wouldn't have been changed massively by diet um, and definitely by lifestyle potentially but it's knowing full well that you know there is a a high chance that based on your genes or based on some stupid decisions that you may or may not have made that you could end up with something awful in your 60s or your 70s but if you do the the preliminary work you know in your 30s and your 40s and you set your body up to be the best version of itself it can be from a health perspective, if you are struck down by something awful, you are going to be in so much of a better fighting capacity to deal with that. Or your partner ends up with something horrible or your child, like you are going to be the best version you can be to either help yourself or help the people around you. So, Mm, yeah. yeah, it's so, so important. Like you may not be able to stop some genetic things that are going to happen or whatever it may be, but you can be so much healthier and in a better state to deal with what you have to go through should that um, event arise Mm,
2: so true definitely there you go that's
3: how we end up also i think um you know just even people of my age demographic and younger than me can you need to learn from the older generation that Mm -hmm. that's that's how it's been they they go to the doctor mid 50s 60s and find out something's wrong and it might be a little bit beyond repair but we're well aware yeah. of, you know, my dad and his friends are, are that sort of age. So, and I know probably speaking of Lin, but 95% of men do that now. They, they go at that age and find out that something could be wrong. Yeah. So, what's, I know that that's what he's going through and his age is going through. Why do I have to wait 20, yeah, exactly. 30 years to do the same? So, the, hmm. the information's there now to utilize. Um, you just, Pretty stupid if you don't (laughs) understand that and take advantage of it. It really Really? is, though. Yeah. It really is. you you know the problems are there, why why wait for it? Or hook up with Mm. a nutritional wine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. They'll sort it out real fast. (laughs) That's That's
1: right. right. For you for the rest of your life. You just don't know what you're eating.
0: <laughs> you just get given a plate, it
3: could be beans.
1: It could be <laughs> mix.
3: You'll never know.
1: Smoothies full of every sort of chemical or not chemicals, every sort of protein and supplement. little things, supplements that have been slipped That's in right. there. That you don't know what they are.
2: Did you guys have anything that you wanted to share that we haven't asked you about, or do you feel like we've covered everything? There is a quietness in there no
1: the- i don't think so the only yes. thing i think that was interesting about today was that there's we're from two different like when you look at it lifestyles and the fact that you uh, you've been um you're training and um you're working through the a, a health industry already for a start which i think is quite fascinating and you've got that um you've got a certain level of looking after yourself right off the bat Mm -hmm. and yet you're still managing and you're still looking at those things along the way as well. Whereas for me, for a start, being a tradesperson, I had zero inkling. Don't get me wrong. I I knew that there was really, really shit food and there was averagely good food and probably fantastic food to eat as well. But I think it's, it's really interesting. We're kind of almost chalk and cheese in, in that aspect. But, um, but we're still kind of almost on the same journey as Um, well. Yeah, Like we are still at this point where, you know, you, you've really, we're kind of getting to a point where we've got to look after ourselves or what am I trying to say? I guess it's the same, same, but not
2: same. Mm. I think you guys also, um, accentuate how important education is, Mm. which I'm, I know we're all passionate about Mm. this and it's big part of why we do what we do. But like, it's, you were even saying before Hubbard, that, you know, it's just about balance. It's about this, it's about that. But, There's such a lack of fundamental understanding even of what a balanced diet is, for instance. Mm. Like, and as Em was saying, you know, we all know, like, there's crap shit food that you buy at McDonald's and then there's, like, healthy fruit and veg. But there's a fundamental lack of education understanding, I still believe, from a young age, like I'm talking school age, of teaching... young people how to eat what is actually a healthy diet what constitutes a macronutrient true. balanced plate yep. we see very that every true. day in clinic where people come in of all ages we and they don't understand the granted. basics they really yeah. don't so yeah. their idea of healthy like when i met you was just maybe eating a salad every day there's a lot of misinformation
1: know? out there oh, yeah. absolutely. Here as well, which is a perfect plug for jesse's book that's going to be <laughs> Education at the table. Okay? It's gonna be the medal that'll fill you in on everything <laughs> in there. Yeah, that's like two hundred dollars for a copy. Hundred dollars we'll goes signed. to her husband.
3: Pre- pre-order now for a free hat. That's-
2: free beer hat. Free beer
3: hat. That's right. you gonna have first choice uh, in a them. Print your logo on.
2: Guys, thank you so much. You. I knew today would thank be good, you. but like this has been really great. Yeah, like, I don't fun. think you'll, under- you'll understand until hopefully we get lots of feedback, like how beneficial this is. Um, I think that's often the way until we sit down yeah. with other people and just get an outside opinion. It's just really, really valuable. So unless anyone had anything else to say, we might wrap this up because I know everyone's got things to do and places to be. Mm -hmm. So if you guys do have any feedback for us, uh, we'd love to hear. You can email us at the clinic on reception at jessicocox.com.au or you can direct message us as well. So I'll pop in the show notes everyone's handles, even social media wise, because yep. um, you might want to talk to, I'm just going to drop you guys in it. No. you might have a question for oh, Brandon or in Damien. Flooded with inboxes. Hey? <laughs> Flood them with questions. <laughs> and as always, um, yeah, share, subscribe. Um, we love seeing you guys share the show on your socials as well. So yeah. Um,
0: and all the women out there, share this with your partner, yes. husbands, boyfriends. Just
2: dads.
4: play it on your MP3 players or iPod docks or whatever they are. <laughs> just Trap, tra-
0: them the <laughs> Trap them in the car. Trap them in the house. Trap them in the car. I've done that with Brandon so many times and it's worked. <laughs> it
4: does work. So just yeah,
1: put it yeah, on. Jess has done the
2: same with me as well. <laughs> you
4: can't yeah, jump yeah, so out of so a vehicle that's moving at 110 km <laughs> an
2: hour. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, everyone. I like, super appreciate it. No, so. Thanks for
3: having me on. Yeah.
2: No worries. Thanks, boys. Ciao.
3: Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.